0: Welcome to the Happy Homeschooler podcast, a digital support group for everyone interested in a learning lifestyle. I'm your host, Melody.
1: I'm your co-host, Holly. And I'm your co-host, Jennifer.
0: Well, it's the end of the school year. It's May, and so today we're going to be reflecting on the most recent 21-22 school year. But before we do that, let's catch up with everybody. Um, how are you, Holly, and what have you been doing? I
2: last night of course I was hanging out with you and another mm. friend and we saw a Downton Abbey movie, which was so fun. And then um been, you know, looking towards the summer, getting involved in a lot of outdoor activities and mourning that this is us is about to come to an end. Um <laughs> either of you watch that? that I show? do.
1: <laughs> and i don't. Yeah, I'm same? right there with you. Absolutely. We see it coming and it's awful.
2: (laughs) It's like watching a train wreck coming towards you. Yes. Well, we we told Melody last night she has to start watching it, um, Mm -hmm. Mary and, and I. So... Melody's got an assignment. We're gonna we're gonna Great. set a date and, and go all over again.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if y'all are willing to watch it all again, how many seasons?
1: Six. Oh jeez, is it six? Yeah. It's
0: six.
2: This is the sixth and final one. So I'm like, I'm heartbroken. I don't want to say goodbye. <laughs> me
1: too. I've really loved it too, but Uh, like this season in particular, I've loved it, but it has just made me cry so much.
2: Oh, listen, I cry about everything. I was reading Ocean (laughs) of Truth with my son yesterday, a book about um, Isaac Newton. Mm -hmm. And at the end, he dies. And I started crying. And he's like, (laughs) oh, no, why are you crying? (laughs) Because I have a lot of emotions. (laughs) 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 Well, besides uh, mourning the loss of This Is Us with me, Jen, what
1: else have you been up to? Uh, I have had a very busy week. One one of my daughters came home from college, uh, so we're all adjusting, having her back in the house, Um, and uh, it was another son's birthday this week, and it was his 14th. He's my youngest, and he wanted to go to Kalahari in Round Rock, which is like this resort indoor water park. It's just fiasco basically. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it sounds
2: like a uh, Chuck E. Cheese on steroids or something. Yes.
1: And it's it's amazing and they loved it. I took a group of, you know, four teenagers and they loved every minute of it. But I was there two days and it was a lot. I was on overload because it's just loud, so 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 loud the whole oh, yeah, time you're there. PTSD from those <laughs> yeah. places. I had to escape. They have like um underground in a cave kind of like bar for grown-ups to go sit in a pool so I <laughs> oh, nice. a few times into there <laughs> but uh yeah so we've been doing all that I have a lot of adults living at home right now so that adding one <laughs> That's more in right now is Different yeah it is life. challenging what
0: have you been up to Melody oh uh, well everything is like, like we mentioned the school year's starting to wind down so I've been enjoying like lessening of duty so this was a year of overload like y'all were mentioning being challenged like this has been a challenging year for us and it wasn't so much that I maybe I was overwhelmed but I mostly felt overloaded like it was just the year of too much just too much Mm -hmm. and so I I realized uh, my health was sending me some indications like girl you need to back off a little bit and so I'm trying to pare down a few things and not just make sure that my energies are going to the things that matter the most. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to the summer because I have a little break and I need it and I'm excited right.
1: about it.
0: And um, I, you know, I I'm not like even that's pretty act-
1: common this year.
0: Oh, I think so. The last couple of years for a lot of people and you know, I'm yeah. not even actively homeschooling yeah. kids in my house day in and day out minute by minute and, that's its own different kind of thing, but just some other right. responsibilities and wanting to do my best and feeling a little spread thin. But we did have some really
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, big surprises and good things overloaded in some good ways too. But um, right, we lost family members and uh, friends and just different things that have happened that have made it more challenging. And so like, I'm I'm glad for a chance to stop and reflect on the Uh year. Uh, Well, you know, when you live a learning lifestyle, the learning doesn't stop in May and start up again in September. We're learning all the time, but I always like to stop in May and reflect on what I liked about the year and Things that I might do differently the next year and things that I might not ever do again. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. yes, I like to take a summer break like the learning didn't stop, but it was that mental pause where I didn't feel responsible for facilitating learning for a little while. And so it's like, oh, I can just take a break and evaluate what went well and what things made Mm -hmm. it hard and can I fix it do y'all do the same thing
1: oh I do absolutely and uh, we learn you know we unschool mostly so learning is definitely our lifestyle and it is year-round but we participate in you know co-ops and I teach some classes in co-ops and things like that and that for us it's usually run September through May so I always at the end of May you know it is time when I'm reflecting on not only for co-op classes that we're participating in, but like what, what I want my kids to get out of the next year. And it, it's usually also a time when I sit down and talk with my kids about what they want to accomplish over the next year.
2: Yeah, I think it's good to periodically examine what you've been doing. Did it work? Um, if it didn't work, why didn't it work?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, try to come up with a plan for the next segment um, you know, whenever that is, some people school year round, but they, right. it's just always good to, to sit down and evaluate, um, and see where you are and if it's getting you where you want to go. That's yeah. so true.
1: I think that's important. Instead of just sitting down and making lesson plans, you really do need to take time to look back and look at what actually really worked so that, you know, to do more of it and then just, you know, to find out things that you can get rid of too.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. And even though, like we did experiment with year round homeschooling for several years because it was just it worked better for us to just pick up and Mm -hmm. keep. We just kept going. We took more frequent Mm -hmm. breaks. We took some longer breaks, mostly because things just kept happening. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. but it's that what you said about stop and figure out why. Why did this work? Why did this not work? I always like that gives me a tool to do better planning for the next year or to be able to recognize that might not be a good idea to add that activity into our life. And I don't know why May is so busy. Everything is winding up. I guess that's it. And people are graduating. and Mm -hmm. There seem to be a lot of weddings and just a whole lot of Mm -hmm. end of the school year type activities where May gets jam packed with uh, things that we need to go and do. And sometimes I'm ready to just stay home (laughs) for June. Well, you know, it's so
2: funny. I signed up and paid for a uh, an online Charlotte Mason conference. It's um, Charlotte Mason Inspired. And it, it started on Monday. And thank goodness that with my paid membership, I can go back and watch whenever because I haven't even gotten in there to look at it yet. I thought oh, wow. to myself, oh, who thought uh-huh. of May as a good time to have a conference?
0: I signed up for a class that started on Monday myself. And I am really I did not buy like the all access pass and it's the same thing. It's like I am scrambling to catch up with these classes before <laughs> they're not up there anymore. I'm thinking next time around,
1: I'll
0: just buy the pass. Pony up for the pass.
2: Mm-hmm. So normally this time of the year um, or in June or July, people start having used curriculum sales. I depend on those to find the materials I need at the best possible prices and nobody uh, nobody had one so I did a poll not even a poll I just did a post in um, my uh, local county Facebook group asking you know is anybody interested and mm-hmm. people were like yeah yeah so yeah, I created great. yeah I created a used curriculum sale it's going to be at a park so it doesn't cost anybody anything yeah. uh, the kids can play we can all show up it's still comfortable enough to be outside um, and we're having a used curriculum sale tomorrow because again, you're reevaluating, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, am I, I'm done with these things. Am I going to use them again? Maybe not. Uh, I can sell them and I can use that money to buy something I do need for the next year. So it's just a really, it is a really big wrap up and look ahead kind of a time. I, um, I do um, Ambleside online, as everybody knows. And so they're, uh, they make it easy for me to plan ahead. And I already have the sheet of materials I need for the fall. I, I went through all my bookshelves. I think I went through them efficiently. And I and I found all my materials that I already had. Because I don't know about y'all. But I have gotten so excited at a youth curriculum sale and excellently bought two items, <laughs> the same items. So oh, I'm like, I need a good list. I need it. And I have materials in like three rooms of the house. So I had to go in and like go through my stuff. Okay. Oh, there's a book I whoo glad I found that. Have I you I'm ever buying. tried
1: to use one of those like library apps that they have?
2: Tell me of this magical I'll thing. I'll have please. to find I know
1: there's several <laughs> of them, but there's apps that you can use to make a, basically your own books a home library system and it it keeps it all in there for <gasps> yeah. you. So you can just look at that oh, and you'll see what it. you have and the, some of oh, them are yeah. like you excited. just
0: scan the if it has a barcode and it's new Enough.
1: the you QR code right. right you, scan you can scan it, scan it or you in. can enter the
0: ISBN number some of my books mm-hmm. are so my mouth
1: is <laughs> hanging open it's fine up your it. Oh. it's great it's great for when you go to sales too because you can look and make oh. sure you don't already have the book there you go <laughs> oh my
2: gosh oh oh I as soon as we're done with this podcast I'm gonna find those <laughs> yeah. magical wow good awesome. yeah. no I've never I've I don't, and I don't have my books arranged like um, like by the Dewey Decimal System or anything. Yeah, that I've anal. never had mine. Mm-hmm. No. But I do have them arranged in topics, so like too. all my history resources, all my foreign language, you know, those kind of things. But still, yeah. I have to go from room to room to figure out, oh, where did I put that book? And I was so excited. I thought I had one that I needed. Um, it was Story of the World by Susan Weiss Bauer, mm-hmm. except I needed volume four and I have volume one. I was
0: like oh come on oh but now you know what you're so, looking for at the used curriculum sale oh yeah
2: yeah so how did y- your school year go melody working with uh lovely homeschoolers
0: lovely homeschoolers I love the kids in my classes and that's one of the things that it's just so much fun to be around these children who for them learning is part of their life most of them are excited to be there maybe the middle schoolers not so much because they're The class I was teaching, it was English, which is, I don't know, some of them, I don't think this is a cut and dried rule, but I have observed some people are naturally good in math and some people are naturally good with words. And so for those students who struggle with English, because there are grammar rules and there are punctuation rules and capitalization rules, all the little details, they, if the focus is too much on those things. They can lose the joy that comes from being able to express your thoughts on paper for someone else to read. Mm -hmm. And so it was interesting to deal with children from many different backgrounds and experiences um, and help them to learn, maybe not love grammar, but at least tolerate it and make it serve them. So um, there were some things that I've noticed, which I have seen before and, heard before as homeschoolers sometimes and I think we've mentioned this we're not very focused on deadlines necessarily and so right. that idea of uh, your homework is due on the day it's due <laughs> because I got to <laughs> home go home and grade it and what it comes I don't have it I'm you know what are we going to do about it so there's a lot of grace in the beginning and just walking children through some life skills as far not just the academics but I want you to be successful so due dates are actually the day you have to hand your paper to me or the day if you're turning it in online i need to see it by midnight of that day or it's late mm-hmm. and so i that was even challenging for me because the the school has rules we don't accept late work and i'm always wanting to give somebody the benefit of the doubt or extent but you can't do that because you're working within a structure and at a job, you know, sometimes deadlines are deadlines, and you've got to get things in to do, so it's all training for life, but that would be one thing I would suggest that we as homeschoolers might want to practice a little bit of, even if you don't necessarily want your children to have deadlines, there are deadlines in the world to make them aware, Right. you know, t- turn in your tax forms by April or whatever it is this year, the 18th or the 15th, or get this dead this has to be turned in by this time and just talk about it just so that children are aware that there are such a thing <laughs> but it was yeah it was a good year and then I learned some good things as far as working smarter and not harder and um, helping people to do things right the first time or or read the directions or the instructions and do what you're supposed to do instead of this extra thing. <laughs> Follow
1: the steps. Yeah, right. this is
0: great, but this is not <laughs> what we're doing. And so that's another skill that we that we do. And then, of course, the lower school was um, fifth grade and under, and that was a different kind of energy over there. And so I'm going to be implementing some more regular workouts and build my stamina back up. I just We just had a lot of other hits during the year that got in the way of things like that. It's like, ooh. I need to get myself more fit <laughs> so I can have. Mm-hmm. So
2: are you going back to the, to the Academy in the fall? I
0: am. I'm going to do the lower school, okay. but not the middle school.
2: Oh, that's why you need the workout. That's I, why gotcha. I need the
0: workout. And also that's yeah. part of learning to recognize when there's too much going on and you need to just take a step yes. back. And while I love mm-hmm. the middle schoolers, they are so much fun and I really enjoy spending time with them. The, the homework load or the things on the teacher for grading and preparation Uh, for this season Mm -hmm. while my husband is not he's recovering and he's not at his best right now I need to be home more and be more available and so it's like okay this season I need to step back from that but hopefully someday in the future I can jump in there again but I do love those homeschool families they're just the sweetest people and uh, Mm -hmm. we have a great homeschool community which is you know, why we are always telling new people to find your people, find your people so that when you're, when things are hard, you have someone that can listen and understand because they are also living a similar life and they, they understand those stresses Mm -hmm. or just a mom that you can call and say, ah, today was terrible. they're like, oh, tomorrow might be better. Go take a nap, get up and try again in the morning. Just those kind of things. um, it was a good year in spite of the difficulties. Oh, good. Well, Jen, you traveled a lot. Y'all had... Is that normal for y'all to travel so much or was this a travel year? Well, it
1: year? is normal. It, it's normal, but because of COVID the last several years, we've really not traveled as much. And so this year, our school year since September until now has been packed full of travel. So... Uh, and just mostly national parks and camping. And I went, you know, did a whole like month-long trip with just myself and my two boys, which has never happened before. I'm always with a group of people or more of my kids are with me. So this was a first time for us, just myself and my two teenage boys traveling. And that was an amazing trip. And so much learning went on. And then throughout the rest of the year, we went to several other places with friends and with just them. Um, so we really really enjoyed this school year of you know kind of post-COVID travel experiences Um, I I had missed it and the kids had missed it a lot because a lot of our learning happens out on the road and just you know hands-on seeing places and talking to people and experiencing it and also just you know we're not the kids like they don't pick up their video games and things like that while we're out exploring. They're, they separate from all of that stuff because they become interested in it too. So I asked my kids today, I was asking them like, so what do you think the best things were about this year homeschooling. And they automatically said, you know, all the trips. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to get reassurance from your kids <laughs> that they also yeah. love the way you're learning and, and your lifestyle, you know, so that that's been great for our year. And we also uh, I teach a high school co-op class that they're in. I teach several classes. And that was we had a great year with that, too. We had such a good group of high school kids. We had about 15 of them And they were just, they're just such good kids. They're just really diverse and just interesting and smart. And, you know, like Melody was saying, they're interested in being there and learning. And that makes it so much more enjoyable teaching a class or leading Mm -hmm. a class. Uh, So my classes went great this year. English was also something I was doing. And all of those things (laughs) Melody said were a struggle. Mm -hmm. All of them at that age too, like, just, I th- I think definitely I recommend that homeschool parents work on those skills of following directions and working with time limits and things. And you don't necessarily have to work with them through academics. You can find other ways to work on those skills, but they're important. And a lot of these kids, even though it was they were well-meaning, they were lacking in those skills greatly. So that was a struggle in classes. But personally, over the year for me... We traveled a lot, probably a little bit more than we usually do because we hadn't in the last few years. So finding time for myself, finding time to spend with my husband, fitting in, you know, I have adult kids that live at home that have special needs and I and I really try to find time for them. So I struggled too with doing too much this year and needing to find space for that. And I think that's been an ongoing, you know, theme for and it's not just for homeschoolers for pretty much any parents you know finding mm-hmm. time for themselves mm-hmm. and their family is a struggle one of my other big struggles this year was remembering this is this is kind of a I think an unschooling thing but remembering just to back off and not tell them what to do as a parent that's difficult sometimes because you know that's you're used to that being your role is that you're there to guide them and help them and all of that but in the way that my family schools and unschooling, it's more of a, me following their lead as much as possible. So several times throughout the year, I've had to remind myself, they're teenagers, they're struggling to figure out what they want, but I need to give them the space to work on that. Hmm. So those have been my biggest obstacles, but it's been a great year for our house. What about you, Holly? Well, um,
2: so this this past school year, right when school started um i found out that my aunt and my cousin um whom was like my brother i don't have any brothers i'm the oldest of four girls um i found out that they both had covid and they were they were quite ill and they both passed away um one passed away in september my aunt who was 90 years old and had been going downhill before that she was she had told her son her youngest son that she was, you know, she was really ready to move on. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was sad. Uh, But but losing my cousin the next month hit me really hard um, because he would always uh, text me. Like I said, we were were pretty close. So on every holiday, I could count on getting a text from Steve. And we'd text back and forth and share pictures. He'd send me pictures of his grandkids. And um, one time he and his wife had come out. And and we grew up together together. doing a lot of stuff. So, you know, I was, I was really sad to lose him, Mm -hmm. but you know, life doesn't stop when you're, when you have an adverse thing happen. And so in the middle of all that, you know, I still, I still have to work because I'm the main income earner. I still had to do school with my son, you know, or go to church and, and everything started happening. Like a lot of things had been put on hold, like you said, Jen, because of COVID, Mm -hmm. you know, um, things were opening back up and there right. was lots more going on. So, you know, I just kept checking my boxes. Okay, yeah. we get school done and okay, got my work done. And da-da. And because of um, the fact that I really, um, even though I'm married, I, I handle the majority of everything because my husband had a severe brain injury um, in 2002 and, and he just can't handle a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm in charge of everything, running the house and making sure did, you know, does the car need service and scheduling? He might take the car, but all those things. Right. So right after the new year started, I realized, you know, like, I'm just not, I'm just not enjoying life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like I normally, uh, oh, it's Lunar New Year. I'm going to celebrate it. Oh, you know, and I'll go crazy for everything. And and, oh, it's for Washington's birthday or president's day. I'm like, we got to eat cherry pies. Like, that's (laughs) how I am. And And all my adult kids will still eat cherry pies because that's the thing. So I was like, what is going on? And it's really good to say to yourself, you know, like, what's what's going on with me? And I realized I was I was suffering from a depression. Mm -hmm. And once I was able to put a name on it, um, I was able to work through it really like just go you're like yeah you're sad you know and deal with those emotions and then I I was feeling like okay yeah all right I'm feeling back to myself and all this fun things are going on and we had uh we had a fun little spring break didn't go anywhere but we had lots of fun activities and then um a couple weeks ago my sister who's next in line after me she'd been in assisted living for um for about three and a half years um she had a degenerative brain disease and she suddenly took a turn for the worse and she passed away. Mm -hmm. And um, none of us could get to her. Uh, She was in an assisted living in Tucson. My one sister lives in the DC area. I'm here in Texas. And our youngest sister who does live in, in Tucson was having eye surgery that day. And so, so none of us could go just um, the nieces went all of my sister's girls went and they they were with my sister um and she she wasn't alone which was a comfort but mm-hmm. then I was like well here I am back again now I'm I'm I've got to work yeah, through this that's again so hard you know and it is, and it is hard and then but life doesn't stop, <laughs> so uh, our our school year has been populated with with some losses. Right. Um, but it's also been a good school year because both things can exist at the same time. Yes, absolutely. Which I mean, I think when you're kids, you don't you don't really think about that that two things can be true at the same time. Right. <laughs> you know, but living in that dichotomy is really hard. So um, we've had a good school year. It's it's slowed down a little bit here and there. So we are going to take a break probably at the end of June. We'll probably take all of July off and then start back up with school. But I'm pretty sure my son has ADHD and changing schedules isn't really good for him. Yeah. So it's better for us to keep the same schedule. He started speech therapy and so as Mm -hmm. soon as that wraps up and he's doing really well with that, I'm going to talk to his pediatrician about getting him evaluated for ADHD because it's starting Mm -hmm. to be kind of a, a challenge to manage. So yeah, you know, like... Oh, it's been a good year. It's been a challenging year. It's and... a lot. Yeah, it's a lot.
1: I'm glad you're talking about that because I I feel like everybody like that's true all the time. When you're homeschooling and you're it's a learning lifestyle, your life is part of that. Mm-hmm. So there's always ups and downs, and you have to navigate how you're doing all of it at the same time. And it is you can do it. It's it's difficult, but there's you know, all these other homeschool families also getting through those things and yeah. even things like I, you know, we all have large families, so I'm sure you experienced this, but, you know, I had a lot of pregnancies while homeschooling mm-hmm. and, um, those last few months of every pregnancy were rough with all the other little kids and trying to do everything at once. And, And so just knowing that you can take a step back and take a break and then reevaluate or deal with your own mental health and things like that and then reevaluate and get started again is good. So it's so good you're talking about all that.
2: Well, you know, I feel like when we go through hard things, they're totally worth it if we can use what we learn to help somebody else. Yes. You know, so my first year homeschooling was really rough and I spent a lot of time crying on my bed. (laughs) but what what that yeah well you know i i started off with um four kids and i got pregnant right into the beginning of homeschoolings and Mm -hmm. and i had it was a very difficult pregnancy i had morning sickness for like six months Mm -hmm. and so it was really hard and then you know we were changing our lifestyle um but it didn't make me give up on homeschooling i mean here we are here i am now (laughs) you know from 1993 to 2022 but um But what it made me want to do was to be there to help other people. And so um, Melody and I, uh, we actually met through uh, our mutual friend, Mary, and we were part of an organization called Smoothing the Way that Mm -hmm. was helping new homeschoolers without those tough first and second years of homeschooling. So I was like, every tear I cried was really worth it because I helped somebody else, you know?
0: That's true. And after you've gone through some hard times or you have a network of other parents and you realize you're not alone and people have lived through the same thing as you or something worse, um, you can keep going. And it just gives you more skills for the future. We never really know what's going to happen. And it's okay to have those emotions. And there were times, like you mentioned, Holly, you realized you were feeling depressed. It's like, I think I had the same thing going, right? We lost our granddaughter right as soon as school started yeah. in September. And so it was really yeah. hard to keep pushing forward. And I had to stop several mm-hmm. times to realize, like, I need to stop and and grieve. But you can be mm-hmm. the grief process is an ongoing thing. And so there's laughter and tears. And you just keep going. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take us a while to really it's, we move forward. We don't move on in a way. but just take those memories right. to keep on going. And there are ways and times when you things make you remember those joyful moments. And so it's good to stop and think about that. So you can homeschool during difficult times. And I know that mm-hmm. as a homeschool family, like, cause that didn't only affect me. All of my I have seven children, so all of them were dealing with that too. And so yeah. but they kept homeschooling, and these are my grandchildren who have lost their cousin and every mm-hmm. life continues on and we just learn how to, how to cope with it. But I feel like it's so helpful that we all had each other to talk about it. Talking about your hard mm-hmm. things does make them easier to bear, but it's that about a burden divided is much easier to bear. So um, right. we just, we just keep on, keep on going. It was a challenging year, but, uh um, It's nice to reflect on the successes. There were successes. And then rest a minute before we launch into the next year.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. I also think it's so important that as veteran homeschool parents that we're talking about this because... It's not, there's not some magic button after that hard first year where it all becomes exactly. easy. You know, we still continue <laughs> to probably. have hard years and continue mm-hmm. to have struggles. And so it's great that we're able to share that with our listeners too, that, you know, that, that it, it's not always, you know, rainbows and sunshine, but you can still do it.
2: Right. Yeah. You can homeschool for 29 years as I have, and you can still have a year that you're like, Whoa. Oh, yes. glad we made it through <laughs> that made it through that year. Because the thing is, is that um, you know you have more skills as you go on. Um, you definitely yeah. have more skills, and you've learned a lot about how to teach things. But each of your children is different, Completely. and each of they and each year for your ch- child is different. Um, yes. so you know one year you're, you're teaching somebody to read and a few years later they're going through puberty and they act like they've never learned a thing. And it's, you know, there's brain chemistry involved in, and, and so every year is going to bring a new challenge. But the great thing is, and I know I always felt this comforting, like when my husband had his head injury and we were homeschooling, it was challenging to homeschool or mm-hmm. when he broke his leg, he's had a lot of, he's had a lot of physical mishaps. <laughs> But, you know, we were all able to be together to support yes. each other. And my kids, um, they, they were, I was able to be with them to talk to them. When 9-11 happened, we were home together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, except my oldest daughter, who was in public school that day. That was a little bit hard for her. <laughs> she was like, I, th- I wish she would have come and got me. But But normally for any kind of big events, we've been together yeah. to experience them and deal with them as a family. And that to me has been so valuable because my kids have learned how to be comfortable with someone who's grieving or how to support someone who's, um, you know, having a sad moment or even to be joyful with someone when they're joyful.
1: Yeah. And it's good for them to see that sometimes you need a break too. That's, that's important for our kids to be able to, Mm -hmm. to be aware of that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're going to take a short break to hear a word from our sponsor. When we get back, we'll discuss what our plans are for summer and fall.
2: The Happy Homeschooler podcast is supported by Transcript Maker. It's an online service that allows you to create professional high school transcripts in the comfort of your own home.
1: It's graduation season, and that means it's transcript season. Whether your student is college bound or entering the workforce, a transcript is crucial.
0: Math fan or math phobic? Either way, Transcript Maker calculates GPA for you. Instead of compiling data for hours, simply insert the credits and grades and the GPA appears on the transcript just like magic.
2: Hard drive errors can cause you to lose all sorts of important documents. Transcript Maker has you covered by keeping your transcript in the cloud safe and sound whenever and wherever you need it.
1: Some free trials require you to put in your payment information, but Transcript Maker's 14-day free trial is truly free. You don't need to enter your payment information, and it cancels itself after two weeks. When you decide
0: to subscribe, use our exclusive coupon code HAPPY, that's H-A-P-P-Y in all caps, and save 20% off the cost of your subscription.
2: Transcript Maker. Simply better transcripts.
0: Welcome back to the podcast. In the first half, we discuss the challenges and joys of the past school year. And in this next half, we're going to discuss our plans for the summer and for the next school year. Holly, why don't you jump in and tell us what your plans are?
2: Oh, sure. So I really love to just... Enjoy everything that summer has for us. I'm a big believer in really embracing the season. So I'm not going to complain that it's hot because it's summer. Uh, but what I am going to do is we're going to do a lot of water activities. And we got a little taste of that um, the last week because one of our favorite parks has a splash pad. And it's open now. So park days will include lots of water activities and parkour um, the parkour coach brought water guns big super nice. soakers Aww. yeah so there's super soakers for every parkour um, the all the splash pads are open uh, We're gonna we've got movies in the park lined up. We're going to see a symphony performance in June with a friend. Um, so I try to have a mix of you know cultural things like maybe Shakespeare in the park I just found out there's Shakespeare in the park tonight. At Silker
1: Gardens, I saw that. I don't oh, know I that we go. can go.
2: I'm so. I think.
1: I think they have it next week too. I think it was all the weekends in May.
2: Oh, I hope so because we actually studied Midsummer Night's Dream last semester, and I would oh, love you've to, got see to it. go. Mm-hmm. I know. So yeah, we we just have a lot of those things. We're hoping to go to the beach. That is our happy place. We're hoping to get a little, uh, little visit to one of our favorite KOAs, um, which also turns into cultural um, things because they have an art museum there that's got a special mm-hmm. exhibit. I want to see um, um, all these paintings of sky. Um, it's uh, the Museum oh, cool. of Western Art up in Killeen. Yeah, and I can't remember the name of the exhibit, but it's all these paintings of um, that people have done of the sky, mm-hmm. uh, which just make me absolutely. Super joyful, and then we we are going to also be involved in seeing um, star. There's star parties that happen, um, so we kind of yeah. kicked it off with our own with the the beautiful eclipse that we just had Sunday night, and so we we've got a, a really fun summer planned already. What about you, Jen? Mm-hmm. What's on your agenda?
1: Well, pretty similar. <laughs> uh, water, water, water. We live on a lake. Oh, we've I'm so already jealous. Been enjoying oh, that yeah. a lot. <laughs> Y'all will have to come out sometime this summer. Um, So we've you know, it's been nice and hot. So we've already been having fun with that. I have a group full of teenagers for the summer and their friends. So we'll be doing a lot of cliff jumping and rope swinging and that kind of stuff. Uh, We have Six Flags Seasons Passes. So that's a weekly thing we do. That's um,
2: amazing just, that you go every week. I'm so in awe of that. They
1: do not get tired of it. <laughs> um, last week, I just dropped them off because it was hot. <laughs> but the water park's not open yet. <laughs> uh, as soon as the water park's open, I'm fine staying for the day. Uh, so we're just, we're really busy, but it's really just having fun and being outdoors almost the entire time. Um... And then making sure that we stay connected with the kids that they do co-op classes with during the summer. So we make a big effort to do like group homeschool activities during the summer. We do a, oh, we have a food fight every summer down at the lake. I don't know. Holly, did you ever come to one? I don't know. No, And you...
2: I, I probably wouldn't because I'm not a fan of having <laughs> food thrown at me, but um, I
1: think it's <laughs> cool don't, that you, you don't do it. not have to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would probably pass, but I think it's cool that you do it. <laughs>
1: Uh, It's fun. It's so fun. We do stuff like that uh, every summer. Uh, So we'll continue some of that. We're also one of the moms that's in our close homeschool family group is is struggling with some health issues. um, And it's really affecting all of us and our children because we're very close with this family. So we're spending a lot of instead of having things scheduled out like we normally would and having a lot of plans, we're going to kind of just take it week by week and be able to support her and her kids as well so we'll probably end up with a lot of lazy lake days which is good with me
0: mm-hmm. oh, i love listening to y'all's plans because it brings back such good memories of things that we did when we were actively homeschooling you know like i've graduated all mm-hmm. of my guys now and so the kinds of things that y'all are doing are the things my kids are doing with their kids and it's like these are the The years and the moments when you're building such family togetherness and like this wealth, Mm -hmm, this treasure of memories and what it means to be part of a family and the fun times that you have. And that is just, it's so much fun. I'm going to be doing something like totally different (laughs) with all of my summer (laughs) because we need, uh, I need a break. I'm doing a rest. But some of the things that we're going to be doing is to finish moving in and to set up my office and I'm exploring some ideas for turning uh, my crochet activities into, like, crochet design and patterns and maybe Ooh, making nice. things or took, it, took a class about, you know, YouTube classes. Just considering a lot of things that I could do like that. Because I like to teach things that I know yeah. and share with other people. And I've had a run of people saying, would you please do this or that? And I was like, well, maybe maybe I can fit in one more thing.
1: <laughs> or maybe not. Mm-hmm. I do think that after homeschooling for so many years, it's it's hard to get away from wanting to teach and share knowledge with other people. So well, yeah, you know, you have it's, the skills and you love it. It's great
0: to be able to share. It is. And to watch somebody learn something they want to know or get better at something. Yes, And, and you know, we've mm-hmm. We all have people in our life who are our treasure trove of information and skills. I could think about the things that my grandmother knew how to do. and oh, uh, In the summer, there was always a lot of canning. And then it kind of seems to have skipped a generation. My mother didn't love doing that, so I didn't pick up on those skills from a family member. I have a friend who cans vegetables and things all through the spring and summer and has this amazing mm-hmm. you know, stockpile of food which is really amazing and valuable skill to know. And so I like Especially to Especially right to now share. during all this inflation. Mm. <laughs> oh, and I just went to the store today, so I came home a little shell-shocked. But, <laughs> but, you know, just considering some things, taking some classes, like we mentioned earlier, signing up for some classes, because I will have a little bit of time where I can learn some new things. I love learning new things, and so I like to take classes. And again, yeah. these are people that, know things, or they've learned it the hard way, and they're sharing their journey, and it's just fascinating to hear someone yeah. teaching from their experience, and so our summer is a little more sedate than y'all's plans, but we do have plans to get together with family.
1: That and... sounds very nice, though. <laughs> it does. Well, uh, after, uh... I don't know,
0: we've been uh, we school for over 30 years, it's like, oh, now I can sit back a little bit. <laughs>
1: I forgot to mention that we're having a grandchild this summer. Oh,
0: that's
2: awesome.
1: I oh, <laughs> to mention. to mention? Yeah, I don't know how I forgot that one. <laughs> I've seen those pictures. Uh, but like, in that's awesome. Mid-August. Yeah. We're very excited. The whole family's excited. It's great to see my kids so excited about their first little niece, too. Oh,
0: it'll be so much fun. Our summer holds the promise of a lot of visits from our grandkids, which we love having them come up that's and just great. hang out with us. And I'm so delighted that that's something they want to do and so um yeah you know we've started thinking about let's you know do they know certain card games I spent time with my grandmother playing solitaire and well I mean we played together so what is that double solitaire whatever or she was just teaching us different card games and way back in the day before there were digital and electronic things to keep kids busy we made our own fun and so we're working on making sure we share those skills, too, with the kids. Like, you can play board games. We've talked about games before on the podcast. But to remember to Mm -hmm. pull them out where they were, you know, a daily thing when the house is full of kids. Now when they come, it's like, oh, pull these things out that I did with their parents and do it with the kids. And that's been funny, too, because they're like, oh, I remember that game. Or one of my daughters recently found... Um, a game that we used to play called Bonkers, where you kind of build the board game as you play the game. It's really fun, the little tiles. But
1: that sounds good. The best. version
0: that we had was like a, a 70s kind of design. She found the original vintage one. Like it had never been even, but it was still wrapped in the plastic. And so she wow. bought it, and it was like, oh, all of us, I would like to play that one again, because all we have of our Bonkers is the there's no box, and there's no... <laughs> rules we're trying to remember how to play it we just had the game but so i'm really looking forward to some rest and some downtime this summer and you know like you said about seasonal living it's hot so we do a few more things mm-hmm. um early in the day and then stay up a little bit later maybe take a nap um, i sure did stay up late to watch the eclipse though because that was so much fun just to that was watch so the much whole fun. thing I I lost
2: thought, his yeah. mind
0: Oh, did he get to stay up? Of course he did.
2: <laughs> um, I let him, yeah, I let him stay up till um, it was in totality. And so, mm-hmm. and we had, I have a nice pair of binoculars that my husband had given me a couple of Christmases ago or my birthday, I don't remember. But anyway, we we were sitting in the yard and we were looking at the moon and he was losing his mind and it was so much fun. So fun.
0: I just so could not fun. get over how dark it actually got when it was mm-hmm. completely
2: Yeah. And, and those are the memories that, you know, they don't cost anything. You just have to make, make some time. And, um, it's real, been real fun for me. My middle son who lived with us until September of last year, he comes and visits frequently and he'll say to, uh, to his little brother, Oh, you know, when I was a kid, that's what mom said to me, or he'll tell him things or he'll, (laughs) he'll share a memory. And, it's just so uh, rewarding and so satisfying Mm -hmm. to know, like my kids didn't always like being homeschooled. Sometimes they, they want, they thought it would be great to go to school. um, But that overall we have lots and lots of memories that are Mm -hmm. happy memories and we, we still like to get together. (laughs) So yeah, it's, those things are really
1: golden.
0: It sounds like we all have great plans for the summer. Do y'all, have you started planning for the fall? What are your plans for the next school year?
1: I'm trying to do less next year, but I feel like (laughs) I start off every school year saying that. I think I've heard that before. um, I I will. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I am am teaching fewer classes with the co-op next year. I intentionally chose to teach some monthly classes instead of weekly classes. And they're things I love teaching, so I'm excited about them. And, you know, we're having a, a grandbaby, and I'm gonna be watching her some starting in the fall. So that'll be a big part of our life here. And then I have one son that should be graduating, who's tr- attempting to graduate in January. So we'll be working towards getting, you know, whatever he needs finished for that and working on getting all our transcripts in order because it's him and one more after him. So I'm gonna work with uh, my transcript maker program and get all of that set because I'm I'm kind of a last minute one on that so it's time to do it now
2: (laughs) it sounds like you are going to have a busy school year for sure no I'm doing less (laughs) well you know with the amount of stuff you were doing less is still less but it'll be (laughs) busy
1: (laughs) yeah what about you Holly well
2: um I'm actually sitting here with my my Ampleside Online year five book list um so I I know what we're doing for school Mm -hmm. And I think we'll be continuing with parkour. Um, My son really has been enjoying that. And then um, there's a a nature co-op that has a hiking component. Um, We're going to be participating in the hiking uh, and water play component this summer. Um, They've been meeting on Monday, which isn't a really great day for me. I really like to have my um, homeschool stuff going well on Monday to set the tone for the whole week so mm-hmm. if they change the day that they meet um, we might give that a try they have some really fun activities that they do they they meet up and do uh nature study things once a week mm-hmm. and then there's the hiking which is another day of the week it's just um the challenge will be for me to figure out how i can earn a living and facilitate all of these yes daytime activities um but yeah, my son's reading really well now, so he should be able to take some more responsibility for reading some of the things that I've been reading to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that might give me some time to do some more work. I'm trying to figure out how to get homeschooling and working done between the hours of 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. so that in the evening yes. I can be like a regular person. Um, And after my son goes to bed, I can just... <laughs> You know, like uh, the other night I stitched a pair, uh, I hemmed a pair of pants that had been needing hemming for seriously like a couple of years. And Mm -hmm. we got enough done that day that I could sit down and hem these pants while we watched a TV show together. And I thought, that's Mm -hmm. what regular people do. That's what you want. I would (laughs) like to try that. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to our school year Uh, because I use AmpleSight Online, because I use uh, Math UC. And I know I'm going to be using those things. Planning for my school year is a little easier and I can buy things ahead of time. Like I have... um, I have some resources already ahead of time. So Mm -hmm. um, we just keep going and we know what it's going to be like. So that that makes starting a new school year a little easier on us. We're not starting from scratch every year.
0: I think that makes such a difference. It's probably something to remember to tell people who are just starting out. That it does get easier, that planning, because you find out what works. And if it does work, just Mm -hmm. keep on going. And then that Mm -hmm. was one of the things about those pick up and go math curriculums and things that are already Plotted out for you, life gets a little easier. Um, but this fall, I have I have a little pile of projects that I want to make, uh, crochet things I want to do, and so I've already started on this I guess I did, could have mentioned that earlier. Where I'm working down this this collection of things I want to try just for some downtime, like we've talked about before. Taking care, oh, what just Charlotte Mason mother culture. Take care of yourself. Mm. And so Mm -hmm. I've got this little pile of things I want to work on while I'm also teaching classes that don't have homework. So I won't be grading homework. And my hope is like you mentioned (laughs) at that time, I will be doing some of these, uh, some of this handwork and needlework and things that, you know, like we've talked about, if you know, if you have a hobby and it gives you enjoyment, that's an important part of taking care of your mental health. Mm -hmm. And so after the, After the rough year we've had, I just realized I need to be a little more thoughtful about, you know, do some things just because. And not because they Mm -hmm. check something off of a list, but just because. And I got tickled when you were talking about hemming a pair of pants that had been needing hemming for a couple of years. I did the same thing recently. Well kind of when we moved, because I didn't want to move mending. <laughs> so it's oh. like oh, I'm going to fix these things. And of course it only took like less than 30 minutes. And I was like, I cannot believe that it sat there looking at me. So that's kind of like a mental burden that you're carrying. It's like, get rid of some of that
1: baggage
0: yes. and just stop and take care of it and then move on. So there are some mm-hmm. things like that I want to, to knock off. I hope that by the fall... We're a little bit more moved into our house. I'm really excited that the last cabinet is was just delivered, actually, and it's Ooh, here. So that's we'll, exciting. And at some point in time, we'll have a that cabinet will be constructed and put in place, and our shower will be installed this summer. So I'm really <gasps> looking forward to having... A shower to move out <laughs> My of the very little own house,
2: house on the prairie into twenty twenty
0: two. Yes, it's like, oh, these are all fun and exciting things. But I can see that some things will be easier next year and I'm starting to feel excited about working with the the little ones next year at the school and the we're starting to plan ahead for that. The co teacher and I both like to have it all kind of mapped out so then you don't have all this decisions. like, we know what we're going to do. We can jump in there and get all the hands-on things done. And mm-hmm. um, just, I kind of, I am a planner. I like having a plan. I like having a list that my brain likes that. Cause then I feel free to have fun. Cause I know I've taken care of those important things. And now mm-hmm. if I just want to sit down and watch a movie, I can do that. So um, that, and then I want to be reading some, some books. I have a little pile of books that I've, Well, they're not a physical pile. They're on my Kindle, (laughs) but they're waiting that I want to read. I I like having them. I have a big pile on my Kindle. (laughs) I have a physical pile, but the ones I want to read, you know, it's like I like having them there because I can take them with me and catch odd moments if we're waiting at the doctor's office or something. And so I have those books to read and I'm somehow going to figure out a way to do all of these things in the middle of all the other things this fall that I feel like it's going to (laughs) be. a lighter version of this last year, I hope. I hope so. I'm so glad we had this conversation today and talked about all this. I think it's so important to stop and think about how your year went and the things you have to celebrate and the things that you might want to make some changes for in the future. It's good to evaluate how it went and then Talk to people and see how they're eager and what ideas that they have. It's just important. We sometimes forget. We get so busy. We get tunnel vision, and we don't mm-hmm. step back and take a bird's-eye view of, of our successes. Here at the end of our podcast, we sometimes find ourselves at the news desk, where we discuss homeschooling news stories from around the country and around the world. Jennifer, what's our top story today?
1: Well, our story today is from very close to home. There uh, was a story in our local newspaper here in Texas about a 19-year-old girl who became the youngest African-American to ever graduate law school in the United States. And her name's Haley Schlitz, and she was homeschooled. Uh, And I just think this is awesome. It's great to see good things happening with homeschool students, you know, in the news. What do you guys think about this?
2: Well, I think it's really exciting. Um, The story says she graduated high school at 13. Right. Graduated undergrad at 16. Um, So the, the wonderfully exciting part about it is that when you homeschool your kids, they can go at the pace that works for them. Yes.
1: And I, I've actually, uh, one of the stereotypes I personally had before we ever homeschooled was I saw, you know, news articles about kids graduating at 13 and things like that. And, and I just thought to myself that that was ridiculous. Of course, kids can't do that. And it's just parents <laughs> pushing them. That's you know, so funny I just, that you would think right? that. <laughs> I know. And I thought like the parents were just pushing them and it was, you know, overbearing parenting and stuff like that. And then I've obviously, my, my kids have all graduated before or by 16. Mm -hmm. And we weren't rushing them, We, we weren't pushing them, and we weren't overbearing. And through homeschooling, I realized how much more we could could accomplish in a day or a week or a month than they did in in school. There was so much we didn't have to waste time, right. so we were able to get through things faster. And if you have a child who's motivated, like obviously this girl was very motivated, uh, there's they can accomplish a lot at a young age. And so it's just it's so awesome to see, you know, teenagers accomplishing things like this. It is
0: and then if you if you ha- are new to homeschooling and you wonder. I've had people wonder, can they go to college if they're homeschooled? It's like, yes, Yes. here's an example of someone who did just that. Especially when you're doing mastery learning, you master something, you don't have to wait till the end of the school year to move on to the next thing. You just go at their pace and you can just keep on going. So I love that that story's in the news.
1: I'm just looking at some more of the article. It says one of the things her mom says in the art or her dad says in the article is that as a as a parent, the intent was never, oh, we're going to make her into a superstar or making this path. And she ended up making this path for herself. And I just I love that the parents are so supportive, too.
2: Yeah. And because if your child graduates at 13 and goes right into college, there's still a lot of work for you as the parent. Yes. Yeah. So um, (laughs) it's not like if they're 18 and they go to college where, you know, a lot of the stuff is in in their hands. And well, Jennifer, your daughter went to college at 16, didn't she just now?
1: She did. Yeah. She was, you know, she was actually 15 when she was applying and uh, got accepted. Um, And when we went to visit the school and all of that stuff, she wasn't even 16 yet. And, uh, she's had a really great experience and she's, uh, one of, you know, she's a middle child in the family. She's never stepped foot in a school, in a traditional school in her life. She's been mostly unschooled and she just knew what she wanted to do and has followed it and made it happen. Um, and, but we did, you know, there were still parenting struggles and she went off to college in another state. And, uh, there were a lot of issues with her being under 18. There were a lot of, um legal type issues that we didn't we didn't see ahead of time of stuff like she couldn't go to the doctor by herself uh You know, things like that that we didn't anticipate and we Mm -hmm. should have. Uh, Even just now moving out of her dorm room for the summer, she's not allowed to rent a storage unit because she's not 18. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
2: Still a lot of parental work to to put in there. There's
1: still work to be done. How awesome (laughs) that
2: you could give her that and Haley's parents could give her that. You know, we don't homeschool to create little Einsteins. Um, we right. are homeschooling for the overall, um, you know, betterment of our family and to create a learning lifestyle. So if you have a child who's not as driven, then just, you know, that's normal and that's it's okay. still a great homeschooling experience. And if you have a child that is driven and they've got a goal, you can focus on that in a way that's not possible in public school.
0: We'd love to hear from you about your plans for the summer and the fall and how you felt your school year went. Please email us at happyhomeschoolpod at gmail.com.
2: Check out our Instagram at instagram.com happyhomeschoolpod.
1: And follow our page and join our group at facebook.com happyhomeschoolpod.
0: Thank you for joining us today. I'm Melody. I'm Holly. And I'm Jennifer. Happy homeschooling. Happy homeschooling! Hi, this is your host, Melody Gillum. Thank you for listening to the Happy Homeschooler Podcast, a transcript maker production. My co-hosts are Jennifer Jones and Holly williams Erfall This podcast was produced by Matthew Bass and edited by Nora Williams. Our graphic design is by Pete Solway, and our music is by The Great Pangolin. You can find more of her work on YouTube and Twitter at Kylie Wins. That's K A I L E Y Wins. If you'd like to help our podcast grow, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or, as always, tell people about us.
2: We got through the 2021 2022 school year. (laughs) We made it. We made it. Right. I was like,
0: 2022 is like too, too much.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious.